Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today, with me, Lou Newton and Stuart Willey. QAnon, the conspiracy group flagged as a terror threat by the FBI, is on the rise again. Today, we break down how Trump fuels this cult. In the first contests of the Republican primary race, there's been a seeming resurgence for one of America's most controversial online communities. Chants, music and salutes that signify the political and conspiracy movement known as QAnon have been popping up at Trump rallies, and the former president seems to acknowledge them. In recent weeks, he's paused mid-speech as their anthem plays and nodded to hecklers from the group. On his Truth social platform, he's reposted QAnon content. Some laugh at their theories and others start to genuinely believe them. From the belief that there's a cabal of democratic elite that operate a satanic child sex trafficking ring or that Joe Biden is secretly Lee Harvey Oswald, there's a lot of political theories. And then they refer to the storm, which is when Trump will supposedly tackle it and seize back power from a global elite. In the past, Trump has kept the group at arm's length, but during this campaign, he's kept the movement much closer. The Times' Washington correspondent, Hugh Tomlinson, spoke to me earlier and told me it's the challenge to Trump from a fellow Republican who has very different priorities to him that's spurring on the movement again and causing Trump to connect with them. He does still face a challenge for the Republican nomination from uh, from Nikki Haley. It's at these sort of times when Trump wants to call on his uh, most dedicated support that these uh, nods to the movement have uh, have resurfaced. But I mean, studies have found that QAnon beliefs have sort of have taken a deeper root within the population, um, which I guess speaks to the sort of the polarization and the sort of feeling of disenchantment with uh, with US politics. So there are warning signs, certainly, as we head towards the 2024 election campaign. Hugh also said that forming a narrative with dedicated supporters who are members of the movement might not be a good long-term tactic. Ginning up your diehard supporters to help sort of carry you through the primary race is one thing. Whether he would continue with that 
when we reach the general election campaign is another. I mean, Trump's devoted support is likely to turn out for him no matter what. What Trump needs to do to win the uh, the general election, if it's a rematch with Biden, is to win back the sort of independent swing voters who deserted him in 2020. And nods to QAnon um, and this sort of um, radical mo- movement may not be the way to do that. Uh, so we will see you know, when we hit the general election proper in the sort of uh, summer, autumn, whether those overt nods to QAnon remain, uh, or whether Trump tries to sort of tack to the centre to appeal to appeal to those swing voters. Whilst we're talking to Hugh, we also had to ask him about the former president and the most popular couple in the world right now. There's rumours swirling that Trump and his allies are not happy with the pop star Taylor Swift and NFL player Travis Kelsey. It comes from Taylor's previous support for Biden. Taylor Swift's fame seems to be only getting bigger and more influential now that she's in a relationship with the player from the Kansas City Chiefs. Hugh explained why this is a problem in the mind of some conservative supporters who worry about Swift's influence on voters. Very right-wing conservative pundits have already have already claimed that the entire NFL has been rigged this year to ensure that the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and hence Taylor Swift, make it to the Super Bowl to maximise publicity for Swift, who has brought tens of thousands of, uh, of new fans to the uh, American football this year, in the belief that she will endorse Joe Biden in the election campaign, and that this is a, a long-range attempt to rig the election for Biden by gaining Taylor Swift's endorsement. She's been an extremely vocal advocate for women's reproductive rights, which is going to be a linchpin of Biden's re-election campaign and the Democratic campaign in 2024. There have been reports that the White House has drawn up a wish list of sort of celebrity endorsements, and I'm sure that Swift is right at the top of that. was an extraordinary meeting. Ukraine's president and the head of the military, two men who were rumoured to have an ongoing feud. And that feud now seems to have boiled over. General Valery Zaluzhny is commander-in-chief of the armed forces. President Volodymyr Zelensky asked him in the meeting to resign, but he refused and was told he would be fired. And what happened next makes it interesting. The Times' correspondent in Ukraine, Maxim Tucker, told us about the meeting. My sources tell me that that was the first time the pair had met face to face for almost a year and a half without the presence of President Zelensky's advisers. Zeluzhny apparently said the situation was rather more difficult on the front line than President Zelensky was being told. The general said he wouldn't resign, so the president told him he would be fired. Zeluzhny left the presidential administration and told some of his senior commanders that that was it, that he was packing his stuff and that he was about to be fired. From there, the news leaked uh, onto social media with former MPs and former ministers telling their telegram channels about Zaluzhny's replacement. Now, at this point, I'm told that senior commanders within the military started expressing their displeasure at the decision And some of Ukraine's international partners also expressed concern at a really critical point in in the war when morale in the Ukrainian ranks has also been flagging with decreased support from the West and cold winter months 
uh, and the situation looking like it might not be resolved in Ukraine anytime soon. That pressure, including from the UK, seems to have worked. And for now, there's been a U-turn and General Zeluzhny remains the head of the military. But Maxim told us the tensions haven't gone away. You have growing popularity for General Zeluzhny, who is now um, one of the most popular leaders in Ukraine by approval poll rating. He's about 10% more popular than Zelensky himself when, our, when Ukrainians are asked who do they put their faith in more. And Zelensky sees him as a potential political rival when Ukraine does have to go to elections. Malaysia has a new king. Sultan Ibrahim Iskander was sworn in today as the new ruler of the Southeast Asian country. Making his oath while wearing a blue uniform, holding a gold-plated sabre, the new king says he'll govern Malaysia in fairness by following the laws and also swearing to keep Islam above the governance of the nation. What was a largely ceremonial role has now become more hands-on in recent years, with political instability and a massive corruption scandal prompting the king to use discretionary powers. In an interview, Sultan Ibrahim said he didn't want to become a puppet king. The Times Asia editor, Richard Lloyd Parry, told me the new king is an interesting guy. He's a hereditary aristocrat, the Sultan of Johor, which is one of the states of Malaysia, uh, close to Singapore. And he has grown up as a child of great privilege. He's a very, very rich man, estimated conservatively to be worth $5.7 billion. So he's not someone who's ever had to really struggle in life. Owning more than 300 cars, as one of the country's richest men, he has a private army and once run up traffic fines of $6,000. But Malaysia has a unique system of monarchy. The heads of the nine royal families take it in turns to rule. It's completely unique as far as I know. There are nine sultans in Malaysia. They are uh, hereditary royals. Uh, They're descended from the the, the sort of tribal leaders who were in place when the British colonised, when the British Empire colonised Malaysia in the 19th century. So these families continue to this day and they share the crown between them. We know that vegetables are an important part of a healthy diet. They're full of fibre and vitamins. They're the good-for-you bits of the meal. But maybe you hadn't considered fermented vegetables, which could apparently be very helpful if you're worried about that middle-aged spread. Specifically, kimchi. If you like Korean food, you'll probably be familiar with the tangy and spicy cold cabbage dish. It's often served as a condiment or to top other dishes. If you're not familiar, it's a fermented spicy cabbage. And a study of over 100,000 people provides some fairly strong evidence that, used in the right way, it can help keep your waistline slim. So if that's what you're interested in, you can read more about that now on The Times' website. I love kimchi, but I also love a Korean barbecue. (laughs) And now I'm hungry. So it's a good job. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of The Times of London. See you tomorrow. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.